Hey, this is Chuck, and you are listening to Fans with Bands, the podcast where we talk to the fans and the bands they dig about life, music, and whatever the hell else we want to talk about. Today on Fans with Bands, we are talking to the Whiskey Charmers. Check it out. Hey, this is Chuck with Fans with Bands, and I'm talking with Carrie and Lawrence from the Whiskey Charmers, along with Ben, one of their fans. How are you guys doing? Good. Good. How are you doing? Awesome. I'm doing really good. Happy to see you guys in the, uh, uh, at least virtually, so it's kind of fun. And nice. I was Ben here? Yeah. I can't see him. Ben is oh, here. Oh, I see. There you go. Yep. Oh, there we go. Yeah. I can see everybody. Oh, there uh, he is. Ben. Hi, Ben. There he is. It's disappeared. Hey. Okay, I see. I see what's going on. <laughs> nice. So, uh, Ben, I was wondering, how did you become a fan of the Whiskey Charmers? Uh, well, uh, it was back uh, when I used to be a concert promoter. I, uh, I, I, I think I, I just, I came across you online, right? And then I, I booked you for an event up in Flint. No, I'm sorry, Yeah, the Saginaw. Rumble though, right? Yes. Yeah, it was just like a little, little Halloween thing in Saginaw. And then uh, eventually when I transitioned into radio, they were the first guest I had on my radio show. Oh, cool. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they, we, I was kind of, you know. you never forget your first right (laughs) awesome that's cool um so uh carrie and and lawrence um i I think it was right before the pandemic or maybe right as the pandemic was starting you guys put out uh lost on the range um i think you crowdfunded it. it i think it got great response lots of great reviews i loved it and I was wondering what you guys uh, thought. How does it compare to the uh, albums you've done before, like The Valley? It's better. <laughs> better. Um, yeah, how does it? It's, I, I think, think it's, it's our favorite. Yeah, it's our think. favorite. I think it's, it seems to be, I mean, I always thought it was like more upbeat than the others, uh-huh. especially the first one. Um, I don't know, how does it compare? I feel like... We feel like we knew what we were doing a little bit better by the yeah. third record. Cool. Did yeah. you did you like change any of the ways that you were trying to write songs? Was the songwriting approach the same, or were you did you have like some different um, uh, influences that were getting in there? Um, the song. I think the songwriting approach is the same. It's just kind of like. Uh, it's pretty, in general, it's pretty stream of consciousness anyway. So I just write a bunch of songs and then we, and then when it comes time to record the album, we just, we pick which ones are, are, we think are the best, like at that time or, or that we're getting the best. Like we'll play them live a lot and then kind of get a feel for what songs people are responding to. And, um, yeah, with this one, we recorded a bunch. I think we, 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 tracked almost 20 songs and it was a matter Mm of which ones worked there were some of them we just couldn't work out like how the band worked together yeah you know a couple songs we've been trying to get on record since the first one yeah oh really yeah we play them live all the time but they just haven't quite you know come together yet yeah so then we picked the ones that we we thought turned out the best and also went like went with all the other songs yeah you know we felt like this this record the songs kind of flowed from beginning to end. Yeah, probably better than the others. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, there's I've got lots of favorites on there, like uh, Super Eight and Monsters, and uh, but my 
all-time favorite really is Crossfire. And oh, wow. Yeah, so, I, I just cool. really love that tune. And I was curious, like, wh what was the inspiration for that? I mean, cause um, it, it feels like a Western, but it's... Yeah. Um, well... <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know if I know this one. Well... <laughs> I might have been in like a mood when I, when, I, when I wrote it, you know. Are you mad at me? No, I don't know. <laughs> oh, I put you on the spot. Yeah, wow. I didn't even know that. I just thought it was a cool story. Yeah. I think it's like a might maybe a down on myself moment. But like down on myself and not at the same time. <laughs> All right. All right. Cool. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, the coolest thing that anybody said about that song, yeah. or one of the cool things, is that um was it on we got a comment on YouTube, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Um somebody said if uh Arya Stark had a Western theme song. That would be right? it. Yeah. So that, this, would be that, that would be it. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that, that fits well. So I don't want to the I don't want to hog the stage because part of what fans with bands is about is getting fans in here to talk to you guys, the the bands about you know what they're interested in, what they're thinking about. So Ben, got any questions for these guys? Um. Well, wow. Because you know, I I, I think I I talk to you guys uh, periodically already. Uh, you've hand delivered a CD to me, Carrie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, one of the things like I really wish, like, I think I, I asked you guys when I saw you at the Kaju, is I really like that song Human, and, and it's like, it, it, you, guys were, you, know, you said you didn't want to, you weren't ready to like play that live. I, I, I That song spoke to me so much, and like, you need to play it more. Play it more live, come on. Yeah, we're playing tomorrow or this weekend, you know, yeah. both nights. So maybe we'll work it up tonight. Yeah, for sure. That's one yeah. of those songs. Um, I can't remember if it was right before we had talked to you about it or right after. Um, oh, no, I was painting a house and I had our yeah. YouTube channel, like just yeah. to see what was on there and what would come up. And when that song, it's one of those songs that I almost can't believe how good it turned out. And it's oh, yeah. not. Um, it's like it sounds like one of our songs, but it kind of doesn't because we've recorded it in a different way than we usually approach it. And uh, it just turned out really cool. So I don't know why we don't do it. Same with those Star Wars. <laughs> I was like, why don't you do the Star Wars song? I think I tried to get you a couple oh, times. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna are we doing that for no we're not. What? For our Halloween special. Which one? Was Isley. I guess we could. <laughs> <laughs> So, it, I mean, when you like, so there are certain songs that it sounds like you don't necessarily always play. Is it just because you just don't feel like they're going to fit with the, the atmosphere of the folks you're playing with, or you just don't feel it yourself, like that they're either emotionally tough or, or, um, we just musically have so tough? many. Yeah. We have so many songs we can't always play. Like, you know, we've got, we have probably, we could probably play what, like five hour, four. We've played five, we played five whole sets um for a for a special event holy cow and we didn't play any covers didn't repeat anything yeah so then it's like trial by fire for our bass player and drummer <laughs> we were breaking yeah. a new he was a newish drummer he'd only played with us a few times so we gave wow. him this giant book and 
He did yeah. good. He did great. Oh, that's but, cool. Yeah, yeah. So we, we just don't have time to always play them all. Yeah. And then some we just get in the habit of like we haven't played them all for a while because we just will make a set like and then we'll be and then we'll just keep playing the same set and yeah. then. And then we'll get out of practice of playing some other ones we just haven't played in a while, like yeah. like humans. So just tonight, we're just probably run, yeah, we're going through that it. Tonight. Yeah, yeah. It's just a matter of having too many and probably having our favorites. Right. I think like the newest ones are usually always our favorites. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. If, you, if you were going to go back to like the valley, what would be the favorite off that? What do we play the most off of that? We probably play Fireproof the most. We play Fireproof. We play Meet Mel Me There. Meet Me There and Melody. And we don't always play Melody anymore, though, do we? Um, Lately, it's been Meet Me There and Fireproof are the two that we play all the time. Yeah, Fireproof. That's and a good song. Dirty Little Blues is the other one. Yeah, we do that. We play a lot. Yeah, yeah Fireproof, since we recorded it, we added this really cool extended solo ending to it which is kind of like the best part of the whole song now. And, it, and it's, we've been doing it for so long. When I hear the, the version yeah. from the record, I'm always surprised at the abrupt stop, but yeah. it was one of those things. I think the song was a week old or something when we recorded it. So yeah. we really didn't know what to do, but we knew it was cool. So we just threw it on there. And, and then it's um, kind of morphed over time. Yeah. Yeah. That's why we want to like sometime maybe do a live, a live album. So yeah, we I was can, gonna say like, that would be cool. Yeah. That's yeah. my dream. I want to do a live double album, but who can afford that? <laughs> but yeah, it's kind of like the makeup for like all the not so much mistakes, but yeah, we feel we've improved certain songs and just yep. kind of do updated versions or change the key. We just changed the key and meet me there. Yeah, oh. we've done that to a few of them. Yeah, yeah. Now, just so to yeah, change it up or to change the vocals or what? Yeah, it was. Um, we had it the way it was for a long time, but it was originally written because it's in um, it's in E, but it was originally written in A. So oh. I don't know. She just basically, when we practiced it, when we worked it up, she just didn't put her capo on for some reason and oh. just started playing it. So, uh, yeah, so we decided to see. She, I just think she sings it better up there. Yeah, we've been realizing lately like, oh, that um, it's just better when I'm singing in a higher key. So we've been like slow, we've been to a lot of the, uh, so our songs, we've been raising the key lately. Yeah, moving them up. Nice, that's good. It's a, you know, change of pace, I guess. So when you guys are writing music, is it the, um, w what comes first? Is it the lyrical idea or is it the music that you start to ingrain a melody and then work a idea around it? Um, well, I mean, I, I usually sit down with my guitar and it's uh, kind of both at the same time, uh -huh. a little bit. I just like sit around with my guitar and I don't know, just kind of. <laughs> they happen organically it's, together. Yeah, it's pretty organic. That's crazy. Because I, I, to me, uh, I always think that the, the music would come first and then you'd write um the lyrics after but i guess you know if you're uh in a certain state of mind you kind of just work on how you're feeling and that's another thing is it do you um like when you're when you're writing music are you thinking of um certain like emotions that you want to convey or 
is it more about the story that you're trying to tell or some kind of idea? Um, it's this kind of weird, spontaneous thing. Like I'll sit with my guitar and then kind of mess around and just start strumming some chords. And then I'll just sort of start singing a melody over the chords. Uh -huh. And then sometimes like the words, the first words I sing are Sometimes I think they're placeholder words. Like I'll just start singing random words, right? And then like they, and then a lot of times I think they're placeholder words, but then they end up being the actual words. And then um, so sometimes I'll just I'll start singing a melody and some words and think of it, see what come. I'll see what comes out. And then if something cool comes out, then I'll I can kind of think about it more and build around that. Cool. you know so it's yeah because when you were talking about like kind of spontaneous generation i'm thinking i thought i read somewhere or heard some interview with uh david bowie where he would just take words put them together and then all of a sudden that would become songs and you're like oh wow really yeah so you're a little like bit like david he bowie. would he would take ra random words yeah just take words or words that he was thinking of and just put them down and it, they didn't have to be anything really it would just be oh, wow. about consciousness yeah. So you are now the new David Bowie. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's got a space. He's got some space songs. Yeah, I was going to say I, Galaxy. Come on. I got a space song. <laughs> a few space songs. Yeah. Do? Yes. Um Sorry. Um Well, you know, we got the shooting star. Oh, yeah, it's another one we've never recorded. Don't play much anymore. And um, we never, we never done it, but that Stardust or Stardust. Oh, your old one. Yeah. Yeah, she's spacey. <laughs> yeah. So, um, kind of curious, what everyone's like first uh, album was when you were, when you were the first time you had you could buy an album with your own money. Uh, oh. So what did you buy? What did I buy? Yeah. I don't know. I only remember the first album I had as a present. I don't know if oh, I bought That'll work. My brother got me Grease. All right. <laughs> <laughs> My sister played the hell out of that. <laughs> oh, the man. soundtrack to Grease. Yeah. Nothing cool. He has cool the Highway to Hell stories. was my first album. The very first one you bought? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. It was, uh, my brother was listening to Back in Black. It had just come out. And I think I was... I had heard one of the songs on the radio and my brother told me what the album looked like. Yeah. And it was my birthday. So I got a $20 bill and I was, it was my sixth birthday and I walked down the street to the <laughs> pharmacy and they used to have the vinyl in yeah. a certain rack at the, yep. at the drugstore. Yeah. And I found it and yeah, I bought it. I remember I put it on the, on the counter. It was so big cause I was so little. I had to hold it out <laughs> like that. Put it up on the counter. And the lady That's looked awesome. at me like I was nuts. She looked at the cover and looked at me. Right. Oh, it was the greatest thing ever. <laughs> I don't even remember. Yes. You, you still have it? Yeah, the vinyl? It's, it, it's still around, yeah. I still have my, my original copy of uh of uh Highway to Hell. Yeah. But my my first like actual purchase of um of an uh, um it was it was a it was a cassette. Uh because like even still finding this on vinyl is almost impossible. It was like the first like like it was Black Sabbath. We sold our soul for rock and roll. It was like it was oh, like yeah. a greatest hit album, yeah, right? Yeah. 
without saying it's the greatest hits album. Yeah. Uh, and it still stands out as like one of my top 10 favorite albums. Like I think it's like, like a number three on my top 10 list. And I remember the first time I heard it and it was like, wow. <laughs> you know, like, rockabilly and like traditional like country. And that was the first time I heard like power chords and I was just, wow. and it was like, yeah, I walked up to court. I walked up to Kmart. And, you know, I walked two miles to Kmart. And, 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 and I got in trouble for it. <laughs> Oh, great. oh, that's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. So, uh, kind of curious, uh, you know, Ben, I see you, you have a guitar. Uh, so, so yeah. You play. Is that your cool oh, taxi yeah. cab yeah, guitar? Yeah, I keep looking at it. Yeah, this is the one that everybody offers me money to, 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 to purchase, and I will never, ever just sell that it. Is sweet. It's a Dean, and then it was only on, a, on, a, on the market oh. for actually like a few months. And then uh, Fender, who owns the rights to the Bigsby Tremolo, yeah. said, well, you're going to have to pay us because they didn't get the licensing. So instead of paying them, Dean just pulled them off the shelf. Wow. Wow, that's super cool. I managed to pick one up in Florida. Holy cow. And, uh, I've never seen yeah. that guitar. And you probably never will see another one because <laughs> of well, now, and, and there was like a, like three other like kind of bizarre finishes they did. They did one that they, they, they called, and, and it was in, it was intentionally misspelled. Instead of nuclear, it was they, they, they spelled it nuclear. And then there's one that was like Picasso. It looks like it looked like a Picasso painting. And then I I, I couldn't tell you what the what the other one was. Oh but God, out of the four, the, the cabbie, the one that looked like the taxi cab was, it was like it stood out. It was like the perfect mix, mixture of like Brian Setzer. Yeah. And um, Rick Nielsen, you know? Yes. So, <laughs> that is had awesome. to have it. <laughs> yeah, had to have it. I had it for like 15 years and I'll never let it go. Yeah. That is, yeah. I'd, it's awesome. Yeah. I've never seen That's things. Super either. cool. Yeah. We need to get out our matching yellow guitar. Yeah. Well, this, is, this is Lawrence's guitar. The yellow guitar. You she had to me, take it off the wall. He lets me borrow it. That is awesome. Well, oh. it's a last Paul. So, can't go yeah. wrong there. Yeah. <laughs> When did you when did you get that guitar? My brother gave this to me. Really? Um, a couple of years ago. He was good at doing that. He was always wheeling, dealing, and finding things, and yeah. And he was just like, he let me borrow it, and I went to give it back to him. He's like, "Why are you giving it back? That's yours." So I was like, "Okay, I guess it's mine." It's a Les Paul custom too, right? Yeah. Because yeah, I was, I was, I always loved Randy Rhodes. Oh, awesome. Yeah, that was like my first guitar yeah. hero, probably. Because, I mean, ACDC yeah. was my favorite band, but I always liked Bon Scott. I wasn't, you know, Angus was cool, but yeah. I didn't think much about him back then. Yeah. But yeah, Randy yeah. was the first, and that was the, the custom was my favorite guitar of his. Yeah. By right. far. Yeah. Did you, um, was, do, do you play that live? Because I, I think the times I've A couple seen times you I have. play like a, a, a telecaster, usually, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I should. I had to do some stuff to it. It's really cool. It's got P90s in it. It sounds so nice. Nice. Um, we took it on, like, we uh, went on the road down through the Carolinas and in Tennessee, and that's all I played until I broke a string. <laughs> you put but, yeah, it sounds in great. In the Les Paul Custom, the P90s? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah. All right. I can. I can. Yeah, I can get behind that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I see the pickups in mine all the time. I mean, it's uh, it's like yeah, I, I, I can get behind that. <laughs> it works for Mike Ness, then it'll work for you. There That's you right. go. Yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Say Mike Ness. Mike Ness, yeah. Who's that? Yeah. Social distortion. Social distortion? Oh. Yeah. I don't know. I'm listening to the soundtrack degree, so I don't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Olivia. Oh boy. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> so <laughs> so going back in time, what was what's everyone's uh, first show that you went to? First concert. I do remember that. What's your first show? You go first. Me? Yeah. Uh, my parents took me to see Elton John. Awesome. Like oh, when? I think I was like little. I don't know. It was in the maybe like early 80s, maybe. Wow. That would have been fantastic. Holy cow. That's a hell of a show. Yeah. yeah. Oh. How about you? Do you remember anything about it? I just remember we were kind of close to the stage, but I don't remember really. Much about it, actually. Oh. Oops. Uh-oh. I just broke a string. Did you just break a string? <laughs> yes. Damn. All right. Whoops. We can fix that. <laughs> My first show was, um, God, when was it, 1986 or 85? 85, I think it was. Yeah. It was Kiss at the Saginaw Civic Center. Wow. I was 10 years old, and my best friend's mom took us to see him. And it was just a crazy story because it was great. I mean, it was, yeah. you know, what was it? Asylum, I think, was the album they were touring on. And I can remember because I randomly, I didn't know my brother was going to be at the show. He was probably <laughs> 17. Uh -huh. And apparently he was on acid. <laughs> and he, he got yeah, into a fight. On the main, yeah, he got into a fight on the main floor because we see all this ruckus. And we're looking down. And all of a sudden, I lock eyes with this dude. And it was my brother. And he just looks at me and like grins and then takes off into the crowd and security. I guess he got away, but good for him. <laughs> that Monday he's like, Was that you? What the hell were you doing there? <laughs> it's great. What what an awesome family memory. I know. <laughs> yeah, you good Mine. influences. Yeah. Mine was the first time going with parents. Well, it was my friend's parents, was to see Bob Seeger. Oh, awesome. That's cool. And uh, years later, I actually became good friends with his son. Um, oh, not Bob Seeger. No, not but I've never, I've never met, I've never met, his dad, met the dad. But but his son is like a phenomenal filmmaker, by the way. Oh, cool. Um, just just plugging my buddy Cole. Anyway, but my first like on my own was the Ozzy. Oh, and awesome! Wow. Danzig opening up. With oh, that's great. Yeah, I mean, Danzig, I mean, come on, he's, he's the same height as me, so I, 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 I kind of, you know, you know. Zach Wilde era? Oh, yes. Yeah. Zach, is, Zach is a madman. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that yeah. was probably earlier, Zach, too. That's cool. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. like, like, you see the beard. <laughs> you know, he, 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 like, like without the beard Zach is a baby face yeah I remember him on a, the cover of Guitar Player Magazine in yeah. like 92 or something yeah and after like a little, out. yeah it looks like a shirtless woman with <laughs> all his hairsprayed blonde hair that's right <laughs> I remember that cover I was like oh that's Zach Wild. yeah <laughs> 
So I, uh, I know that um, since the COVID thing has hit, you know, it's been super tough to uh, play shows, but I know you guys have done some outdoor shows because um, I know people are dying for like live music. I, I went to one drive-in show and I think somebody else had an outdoor show. Um, but I was wondering, how, how has that been? How has the reception been? Is, have people been super happy to see you and listen to your music? Yeah, it's been like, it, it seems like people are hap happier than usual <laughs> to see us play. Yeah, they're happy, you know, even if it is just us. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we had some good, um, all summer long we had pretty good shows. Had great shows all summer long. And then this, this weekend, these are the last ones we have planned because we've only been doing outside shows. And so... Yeah. It'll, it'll be too cold. Right. And I know you guys had, I mean, you seemed like you were always on the road traveling, uh, going to shows and stuff. So is it, I'm, I'm going to guess you've been able to do less. Um, do you, are you going to try to do some stuff like down South or anything like that? Well, it's where it's still kind of warm or are you just going to. We don't up? have anything planned, but we, we were think we thought about it, but we don't have anything planned. We're gonna try and um, start recording again, though. Oh, cool. This winter. Very nice. Yeah, if we're not playing, we may as well. Yeah. Yeah. This is the this is the first time I could. I was saying this is the first time I can eat since we started the band that I can think of that, like, we'll play these shows and we don't have any more shows. There's nothing on the books. Yeah. Yeah. So that's pretty weird. Yeah, that is kind of weird. Um, I was uh, curious, like when you're on the road, because uh, I, I love the pictures that you guys take when, you know, it boots up on the dashboard. And stuff. <laughs> uh, it's kind of the signature for the whiskey charmers. Um, but I'm always curious, like what is on the radio? Are, do you guys listen to anything or are you just like travel in silence? Listen to all kinds of stuff. Around. Yeah. What was that, Ben? It's gangster rap. Is that Carrie? Gangster rap? <laughs> Gangster rap. Yeah. Well, we listen to a lot of Priest. Really? Right? Yeah. I saw you guys at Priest actually. Uh, at the yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, we listen well, to a lot of that. We've got we have the serious subscription, so Ozzy's Boneyard is on the. It, it cycles back between Ozzy's Boneyard and Willie's Roadhouse. Yeah, it's like back and forth. A lot between those two stations, or or listen to his Spotify, which has a lot of like whatever I want to force on her at the moment. You know, <laughs> my band of the, you know, I went through a phase this summer for about a month where all I listened to was the Cult, and I had the oh. the, the biggest Spotify playlist made. <laughs> so I forced that. Then done that. Then they're done that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you guys? Uh, how has the streaming of um, your music, has it helped uh, gather people that you may not have necessarily gotten in touch with? Somebody adds you to a playlist and then all of a sudden somebody yeah. from Olivia's contact you and say, hey, I love your music. Um, well, what's happened is, um, you know, we had our music in the video, the video game. Mm -hmm. So um, a lot of people have found us on spotify because our songs are in some of the video game somebody made some big like video game playlists of yeah. the soundtrack with our songs in it so like that playlist 
or people finding us on Spotify from the game has like spawned all these different individual, you can see like the individual playlists that, um, that people make. And it's really fun because you can see the names of the, the playlist that they put your music on. Uh -huh. Yeah. Oh, oh, you're on my, is that my phone? Are we using my phone? Yeah, we are. Oh, okay. Because I was gonna look <laughs> some of them up because they have really funny names, like one, really? like a deer. The deer is watching, like just like completely random. Like one's just was called like Scotch. I think Scotch whiskey. And then I wish we, I wish we weren't on my phone because I could show. Sorry. I could pull them up. That's awesome. Well, yeah. I mean, that's I really yeah, yeah. Well, had all yeah. local Detroit artists. Which, yeah. So, what was that video? Yeah, it, was, it was called Detroit. Oh, all right. Yeah, and it had like, uh, was it Rocket Four Four Five, Emily Rose, um, what's that I mean, one? Thornetta Davis. Thornetta Davis was on there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's like sitting like like five feet away from me. I could probably grab it and look. But uh, what's the other? Yeah. Band? What's the other band I was thinking of? Rock band, three piece, Laura Mendoza's band. Oh right, White Shag. White Shag, they were on oh, there too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. White Shag was on there. Yeah, and you know, just every 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 local band on there is is phenomenal, especially whiskey charmers. You know, we got lucky. We got three songs on the record. I yeah, think we got knows. a really good song too. Yeah. yeah, and our placement in the game was perfect. Yeah, absolutely, so we, absolutely. Yeah, we went from like I think our. Like none of our songs had more than a thousand streams, and then since since we're in the game, like one of our songs has almost two hundred thousand streams. Holy cow! Which, yeah, which is a lot for us. Yeah, that's you know? awesome. That's a lot yeah. for a lot of bands. It's slowly like becoming a really big thing about games having yeah soundtrack. Yeah, yeah, for well, sure. That's, that's how I discovered the. I don't know if everybody's listened to the Doves. Um, mm -mm. That's that music is so. I mean, I love that music. Um, they had this one. It was called uh, "Chase," not "Chase the Sun," or. Um, but anyway, look. I'll send you a link to it. Um, but the Doves uh, were, I think this was in the '90s or something like that. But they were on a soundtrack for like a driving game, and I listened. Oh, okay. What the hell, this is fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, "Fuck, the whole album's awesome." So. That's cool. Yeah. yeah like well the the woman that, that did the cover art for our record, we she we kind of connected through the game. She became a fan through the really? game. And so now I talk to her like on you know, I talk to her all the time. And um she said all like most of the music she listens to, she's found through video games. Like I think she said she listened to Ozzy like she knows of Ozzy Osbourne through a video game. Yeah, I think she's pretty young, isn't yeah, she? Yeah, I don't know what, I don't know what game it was. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I know that there's two two um, publishing companies out there, you know, of games that are putting out like soundtracks that are just ridiculous. Uh, Bethesda and Rockstar, uh, a, a, everything that they put out has music that's just. You know, like you're you're finding your next favorite band. You know, wow. so That's just cool. like um, with Detroit, people are finding their next favorite band of being the Whiskey Charmers. Yeah, it's not like Mario Brothers anymore. That's how I grew up. Yeah. Mario Brothers and Zelda. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
metal bands doing that there's some russian surf band that did did the tetris theme and uh you know that's great oh yeah 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 like (laughs) legend of zelda yeah I played so much stone Tetris. Oh my god, you remember that? I can't remember. I kind of. I don't know if I'm doing it right. Yeah, it is. I can remember when I had a I had a Nintendo, and my parents split up, and um, I got the Nintendo, and then I moved in with my dad, brought the Nintendo with me, and while I was at school, or I can't remember what I was doing, my dad and stepmom got hooked on the Nintendo. And they would sit there for hours and play Zelda. I remember coming home from work once. I worked in like Little Caesars. I came home from work. I was like 16. And my dad's on the phone with some kid who was like telling him how to get through the graveyard. <laughs> and like which stone he needed to push because he was stuck. I'm like, what are you doing? How did he find some kids? I don't know. With my dad in Tetris, my dad had crushed his thumb at work. And he started using Tetris as physical therapy. Oh my God, that's great. So when I go over to my dad's on the weekend, I'm like, Dad, my Nintendo. (laughs) (laughs) He's got this super massive thumb muscle now, just like. Right. I mean, his thumb (laughs) was like almost flat, and then they had put pins in it. And that was like the old, they they told him, like, play video games. And he's like, what wow so I, was one week while i was at my mom's you know and he, he decided he'd put in tetris and it was it's like that it's, it's like heroin <laughs> <laughs> i didn't even I remember the that tetris was a nintendo game yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah me and my stepmom used to have uh tetris competitions because she could yeah. get the, she could score a lot she knew how to make the blocks and yeah. I could get like way up to the really high levels where they were just falling mm. down and, but I could yeah. never score. So this is why you're good. This is why he's good at packing the car, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. The Tetris. Because when you're on tour, it is like Tetris. I mean, yeah, I, I mean it is. I've been on tour, but I like that's that's what I remember. It's like if you were good at Tetris, you got stuck packing the van. Yeah. Yeah, you should <laughs> You should watch him do it. It's pretty crazy. I learned from my brother because we'd moved a lot. And then when I was on the road with Pete, he was so crazy about the pack and the van. Oh, I... Because you couldn't get it, you know. Yeah, he had a shelf built for his upright base. Yep, I believe it. Yeah, like a puzzle. Nice. Pete's pretty, um, pretty, pretty OCD about stuff. Yes. Yeah. No, but it was great. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, you know, I was thinking about um, your guys' music and um, something I always think of when I'm listening to it is the desert. Um, it might be Lawrence, your guitars, um, but, you know, I can almost like, well, I can, I can see it in my mind when I'm listening to your music. This, And I feel myself just kind of riding through this landscape. Um, I was curious, what, do you, both of you and Ben too, what do you think of when you're actually playing the music or do you think at all? Don't fuck up. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, 
I, I, I can tell you what I think when I listen to it. Yeah. Um, your music, because I mean, I think I, I told you guys that like you, the way, your music speaks to me so much uh, in, in, in like multiple levels. Not only is it the, like the only thing that could get my kid to fall asleep for like first three months uh, because he would just be so mellow, but I remember traveling as a kid, like like we'd be driving cross country up north, and it's like, like and I think Neon Sign is the first was, was the song that made me that made this click, you know, and uh, I just I love I love I I I uh, I I felt like that like you're like driving cross country to the desert just yeah. that um there was an element of nostalgia listening to your music even though your music isn't isn't that like to that level of, of traditional that i grew up on kind of like if you listen to like wayne hancock um like like you know like thunderstorms neon signs or 87 south or whatever like that you get that feeling of um what it was like, like on the weekends traveling with my dad, but your music spoke to me in that, that, that desert landscape, that, that highway landscape, that, um, just on the road, you know? Yeah. Yep. yeah it's really interesting. A lot of people, you know, it seems like a, a theme. Yeah. It's, it's pretty accidental. I think it's just kind of, yeah kind of just mm-hmm. happened yeah but it's a common theme that we hear from it seems like almost everybody yeah and i know a lot of the lyrics too have a lot of theme of like traveling and with like different mediums like yeah whether it's a spaceship or a car <laughs> sure, or yeah. regular yeah. ship yeah yep. the first album was more like that for me for like that just the, the traveling but when it was valley Valley seemed to be, to me, felt more centered versus, you know, um, being on the road. Uh, and uh, m- maybe because Red Wine is, is actually my favorite song on that. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, even though I'm not a wine drinker, but it's like, oh, well, all right. Well, I'm not going to associate driving and traveling with wine, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, it felt, I mean, it, to me, it, it, to me, the valley felt more centered, and then once you get to you know your latest album, that things I think maybe moved on a little bit more. So yeah, anyway, I, that's like two songs. Yeah, yeah, I I still feel it like all through all all of your music, I, I get that sense. It's not on every song, um, but there's it, that feel comes up quite a bit, and I dig it. I think it's awesome. Um, so keep doing that. It's good. <laughs> we'll do our best. Yeah, the waffles. Right, the waffles. The waffles? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because what I've had waffle accidents. I've had the waffle accidents at the at the at the, at the, at the Super Eight, where it's like when this thing stop pouring. Uh, <laughs> 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 it's like this waffle mix everywhere. You know, like, like, I was I was at the one of my favorite room. songs. <laughs> I was at the grocery store the other day. And yeah. I saw like the exact waffle mix that they use at the Super Eight. Oh, which okay, which grocery store? Because we live like like actually within walking distance of each other. So it was uh, a holiday market. It was in Royal Oak, a holiday market, and I okay, almost got okay. it. I'm gonna get, have okay. to get it. So, yeah. All right. 
now I know where I'm doing tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's going to yeah. be grilling up some waffles and getting the syrup out. And yeah, right. Mm, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my. I, I, yeah. The, the things I do for a good waffle. <laughs> So, <laughs> uh, I was curious uh, uh, for you guys. What would be like if you could be like on tour with someone, another another band? Ooh. What would Ooh, that's a good that question? Be, that ideal situation. Priest. Priest. Double. The ticket price to see that combo. I mean, I don't know if his fans would be very happy, but I'd be happy. <laughs> <laughs> That's all that matters, right? I don't know. What would be a good fit, though, for real? Yeah, I really don't know. That's a good question. Yeah, that's a good question. What do you think, Ben? Would be a good would be a good matchup uh, for you. Um, oh, that is, that, that's a really good one. Um, I like I, I, like low hanging fruit for me would be like Chris Stapleton. That's but that's low hanging fruit. Mm -hmm. um, I would think. Uh, oh man. Uh, actually, I would love to see you guys with like JJ McPherson. I think that okay, would be yeah. a fun that would be like cool. His, yeah. His jump blues, but then like he's kind of gotten a little like he's added a little bit more soul to it recently. And like how there's, like, there's that evolution between his first two albums and his recent one. And like when you listen to, to your three albums, you can, you can hear that evolution. So it's like that pairing, I think, would be, that would be a good pairing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Risky Charmers and... Uh, and right, let's make it happen. It might, yeah. That'd be cool. It'd be yeah. cool, too, to like um, uh, pair up with some kind of classic country legend, living classic country legend who's like, left i don't know yeah. this is loretta tall. lynn tanya Ooh. tucker oh i see you okay. know something oh, like that i don't know if it'd be a, a fit but it'd be cool i think i said this to you guys the first time you were on you were on my show because i compared you to uh vocally to Nora jones i think that would be a good fit too oh, oh yeah. yeah that would be yeah. a good fit yeah yeah I was thinking of Jason Isbell. Um, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, that's, that's fun. a good one. That's a, yeah, yeah. He just needs to come to his senses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah. It's crazy. I, I don't know. I just see that he tweets all the time. That's my, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I won't go that road, route. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Stay off the social media. It's I'm pretty yeah. isolated when it comes to music. I get, like I said, I get into this weird little, little headspace where I focus in on one thing for weeks and months and shut everything else out. So yeah, yeah. I feel like I miss a lot of bands that other people uh, are well, yeah. listening well, to. As a music journalist, I I, ha I listen just like I, I try to listen to at least one new thing a day. Oh, it's wow. Five to ten. You know, so like my whole day is spent listening to stuff and then I write about one, you know, uh, nice. but it, it, it's, um, I mean, but I, 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 I listen to the Whiskey Charmers daily though. Really? Wow. Absolutely daily. And wow. I listen to an entire album of yours at least once a day. Oh, like, man. That, 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 oh, 
one of three consistent uh, bands that I listen to. Uh, I, so it, it, for me, it'd be uh, I listen to Whiskey Charmers. Lately, it's been Gaslight Anthems 59 Sound. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the other one that I listen to, and this is a very oddball one, uh, is a band called Twin Temple, which they do Satanic Doo-Wop. And it's just because it's so oddball. It's like, <laughs> it's like my house went to hell and then just start Wait, making records. Satanic doo Oh, Satanic doo oh, Wow. That sounds good. It's a husband and wife people in mono, and it's like, is this really happening? And they used to that do, they would do metal festivals, and they'd be like, okay, there's this doo band going out in front of, like, like, like sandwiched in between, like, bands that were, that were on par with, like, King Diamond and, you know, and Venom, Black you know, metal. so it's, like, all right, yeah, it's like, and people are like, what the <laughs> you, know, um, you know, but then everybody loves it, you know, because wow. they're just they're not only like their stage presence, their stage show. I mean, it is not only a great, I mean, musically incredible, but um, just like their presence is just, it's, it's performance. So like those, those three, I listen to every single day. One of your, wow. one of the three albums i listened to gaslight anthems 59 sound and twin temples um self-titled album yeah oh i should start uh subjecting ben to my phone demos <laughs> oh yeah i would love it <laughs> i've gotten some awful demos before i guarantee yours are going to be top notch compared to some of the awful demos <laughs> i mean it's I've just like yeah, I usually just, you know, record the song into my phone and then just... Yeah, yeah you'll get to hear what I hear. Send it to Lawrence. Really? Well, I mean, it, it, it can't be any worse than, like, my, me, me taking five minutes to learn, a, like, some old rap songs that I was doing on Instagram. I would take that was awesome. Song, five minutes. That's all I would... If I couldn't learn, learn it in five minutes, then it was, you know, then I'm, 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 I'm recording and posting... Whatever I had at five minutes. So if it was awful, it was awful. You know, and I've been playing for twenty-five years. There's no reason I should be posting like, like something that bad. And it's like, you know what? It's gonna happen. You know, if someone, if someone makes fun of me, they're making fun of me. But you know what? That's all I'm doing. I'm taking five minutes to try to figure figure it out, and I'm not looking at any tab or any sheet music. I'm just just listening to it. So far, I've done Wu Tang Clan, Ice Cube, um, and uh, what was the other one? I, I can't, I, I can't remember the other one, but it was, <laughs> it was like, uh, yeah. So today was a good day. Ice Cube, and that was, and that was like something I think that Carrie, you and I were, were, were uh, kind of joked about, right? Yeah, I was telling um, you about my favorite lyric. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you had just, you had just tweeted to Jason Isbell, also, didn't you? Wasn't that him? I. What he responded with an ice cube lyric. Somebody asked, it wasn't that him that asked about what's your favorite lyric? Or oh, right, yes. <laughs> is, that, is, that, yes. is that how I came up? Because I know, like, like, we were talking about something, and and, and you and, and you and, and you had mentioned that lyric. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. 
I gotta learn that. I gotta learn that. And it's, it's the same thing on loop, but yeah. so, I, I need to know what the lyric is. Oh, okay. Well, it's <laughs> spit it out. It's my dick runs deep, so deep, put her ass to sleep. Yeah, right. And it's like, I mean, what a cocky line, you know? Oh my god, that is fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah. Oh Jesus. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Never dull moment around you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm I'm almost speechless now. <laughs> so, uh, guys, it's been a uh, great talk with you. I, I just got one more question for for everyone, and uh, because we can't really travel too much, um, if we were all you know free to go wherever we want to go and spend a a week, two weeks, a month, um, where would you go? And I'll start with Ben. Me, uh. Well, after just just doing like spending the last year of ancestry dot com, um, I'd, I'd go to near in Scotland, uh, where my family's from. So, uh, yeah, that's that, that that that's where I that's where I'd go. That's a beautiful place. I would go with mm -hmm. you, <laughs> uh, Lawrence. You can join me. Yeah. 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 Where would I go? Is this like wow. for playing or just is this like just every, any, anywhere, any, like anywhere, anywhere, anywhere? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It would probably either be Colorado somewhere or New York City. Oh, wow. I don't know because I like both a lot. I don't think as far as playing, too. yeah, I don't know. I'd still probably like to go back to Colorado. Yeah, which isn't really you know. I love it. That place, it's great. Yeah, Carrie. Well. I'd like to like well if I could travel anywhere and had the time like and had just time yeah. I'd love to just like take a you know take a road trip like all the way west you know yeah um or I'd like to go to Europe and bring my metal detector <laughs> because there's so much so much because there's so much old things you know yeah Real too, yeah. You could find things like Roman coins and yard, right? What? You can find all that stuff in your yard, right? Yeah, pretty much everything I found with my metal detector has been in my yard, except for oh, I'll I'll get it. I'll show you. Except for this pocket watch that I found. Where's that? Actually, it's up there. It's at um our drummer Brian Faraby has this land. Oh, which is up up north, which is actually on a in a ghost town. Oh, and he had like it was this eighteen hundreds. Um, I'll get it. Is this eighteen hundreds homestead? With like the house wasn't there anymore, but the. Uh -huh. All right, I'm just right. But it was from the eighteen hundreds, so I found this pocket watch there from the eighteen hundreds. I'll get it. Yeah. Go. All right. Say that um, I was married briefly, which is a bad idea always. Um, <laughs> but my ex, ex-wife's grandparents owned a, 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 a little house in what was a ghost town, uh, like, because it went from like like thousands of, of people to forty. Oh, wow. And uh, I remember like us contemplating buying a house there that had one time been a brothel. And it's what like, did you say? Well, you I can buy a brothel for a thousand dollars, but you know, uh, I, I think the town was called Temple. Is like, is like, 
and it, it was just logging, and then uh, you know, logging town, and everything just every, just disappeared. Michigan? I, 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 the house supposed to be a brothel? No, well, no. We we like, my ex wife and I contemplated buying a cabin or, or a house near where her parents, her grandparents, had had a a, uh, a little cottage in an old ghost oh. town. And one of the there's only like a handful of houses left, but the house that we looked at had, had actually had been a brothel at one point, and, oh, it was, cool. and they were selling it for a thousand dollars because nobody wanted it. And and, and uh, you know, it's like you know what? There's a reason people don't want this. <laughs> and there's a reason it's a thousand dollars. Yeah, you know, brothel. It was like a hard pass. But you even know, though, I mean, cool story, you know, what's that? You know, brothel rhymes with waffle. If you try really hard, I guess it does. Uh, yeah, wa- uh, yeah, brothels, waffles, you know? If I wake up in a brothel, <laughs> no. I'll just make myself a waffle. Oh. So here it is. Here's the pocket oh, watch. That is super cool. That's awesome. Ooh, one I of the gears something that cool. One of these gears just fell out. So where, where in Michigan did you find that? Was it in Michigan? I found that it's called um, Oviat. It's oh. kind of near Traverse City. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think I I I I, I think I'm familiar with that. But, least, and then like, we wrote a song. Er, and then we, now we have a song called Pocket Watch, which is you know due to this find, due to which will find. be on. Now you're gonna do a brothel song. <laughs> All right. There you go. <laughs> That's a challenge. All right. I'll, you know what? I'm going to start throwing out ideas. <laughs> Just like the random bullshit ideas. And be like, you know what? There you go. A challenge yeah. I have yeah. done a few of those, like um, written songs based on, like, we had to write a theme song for our friend as part of our crowdfunding. Oh, that's right. I remember seeing that. So we wrote, it's a Liz Lent theme song. So just, she just gave me like a bunch of like info about herself. I asked her a bunch of questions and then we wrote our theme song. And then now we've my neighbor down the street, he um, wants me to write a song about um, he's some kind of toilet plunger superhero. <laughs> <laughs> so he's going awesome. to pay us to record the song about him. And I was like, well, well, what, you know, do you need to give me a name from any, you know, more information than that. It's like, what else is there to know? He's like, I'm like, you just good at plunging toilets? He's like, yeah, that's it. Everybody's got <laughs> skills, man. <laughs> you know yeah. what? Yeah, you can clean that, clean that poop out, you know? That's right. <laughs> I, you know, and it's a valuable skill. I mean, seriously. Yeah. So. It is. It is. Yeah. <laughs> well, guys, thanks again for being on. And uh, uh, I hope... Uh, the rest of your week and month and year is fantastic, even though the pandemic is still going on, but it's it'll be over and sometime we'll see each other soon in the real world. Thanks for having Likewise. us on. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks, Thank, you. Thank you very much. It's been fun, huh? Thanks again to Lawrence and Carrie from the Whiskey Charmers and Ben for joining me on this episode of Fans with Bands. Go check out Lost on the Range by the Whiskey Charmers and be sure to seek out their live stream shows on Facebook. See the show notes for all the details and links. Thank you all so much for listening. 
be sure to hit subscribe on your favorite podcast service to get each and every episode of Fans with Bands. You can keep in touch by following us on social media. This is a Life in Michigan production. Until next time, be well and kick out the jams. <laughs>